Okay, we're good. Alright, cool. Then, uh, you guys... So what about assuming sluts until innocent? What's the whole concept of this? Well, I mean, that's what I was about to say. If you guys are ready... Um, the, like... Assuming sluts until innocent is... It's really just a strategic position. It's just like, this is why we have this chessboard here. Because we want to remind ourselves of proper strategies when dealing with these, with these females. So, obviously, when we're talking about if, uh, assuming that a girl is, is a hoe until proven innocent, it's just kind of what you would assume about any other person, you know? You're assuming, you would assume another person is kind of fucked up until you get to know them and they open up to you. You know, that's why you don't fucking give strangers your wallet and shit. Fucking, but the difference is with girls is like, there's this new, there's a whole different side that guys forget. Like, you still have to be cautious, too. You can't just let bitches just slide all the way in, bro, without gaining trust, without earning respect, you know? It's a protection strategy, because especially here in Colombia, like, it, okay, this episode's called Colombia, right? So, here, all the girls are basically assumed to be sluts until proven otherwise. Because, in this come town, every girl has an angle. They're always trying to come up on something, whether it be money, uh stealing your phone, coming up on a new phone, they lost their shit, they need you for something. So, you have to be prepared to take L's, and you have to be prepared to just cut your loss, block, end it, because you never know when these girls are just gonna, like, try to finesse you for whatever it is that, they're, that their angle is. Yeah, and, that, and that's kind of what you were saying is true, and this is what I've realized about the girls here. It, generally around the world it's that way, but the girls here specifically are cunning, and yep. they find threats and weaknesses very easily, and they fucking know how to get what they want out of that. They know and what to say, they know what, what the guys want to hear, like, I've only been with this guy one, one time, one guy for like my last three years and shit, my mom doesn't let me go out at night, I don't do this normally. And you hear the same things from the good girls, like young girls, 18 and whatever, and then you have the same things that the actual whores say to the customers. It's like, oh, it's my first time here, I'm getting money for sex and shit. So they all have the same kind of wording and shit. It all comes from the family, like the moms and shit. They tell them how to hustle the fucking tourists. And this cunning is wrapped in cariñosa. So it's wrapped in caring. So it's like, oh, she's so, she's so sweet. She's yeah, so caring. Yeah, but then the cunning yeah. comes when you least expect it. It, yeah. comes, it comes slowly, then gradually. And all of a sudden, you just lost. Like you just lost, you got finessed. They're, they're like cobras, man. They just, they're just like fucking boa constrictors, man. They sneak up, and then you fucking, you, you wouldn't expect something like that to fucking choke the shit out of you, but all of a sudden, you're fucking dead. Hmm. Fucking no oxygen. That's how they do, bro. It's just, as soon as you take a, take a nap, a fucking boa constrictor <laughs> fucking... But do you think it's always you know. been like this? Or has it been a result of the gringos coming here for the past 10, 15 years, and then no. trying to finesse the gringos. Like, were Colombianas always, like, super cariñosa and then cunning? I or? think it, it comes from uh, the narco era. Like, the narcos get all these girls to be like that. And the, the money, man, you know, all the cocaine and shit. So the girls, taxi driver was telling me all about this kind of shit. So the girls got used to be around those kind of guys, the money and all the, that kind of life. So what? That's why you have like a lot of um, generations born into that. 
older moms are talking about like how to make money from the dudes, have multiple dates with dudes to get the most out of. So they need always like medicine for the dad or they lost their fucking phone. But it's the same thing for everyone. Every girl says the same fucking thing. It's a result of the economy and the poverty here. So so many girls have yeah. have kids so young and it's just a, a defense mechanism to like protect themselves and their kids. Mm. Like it's like, it's primal. Like really yeah. what's going on is like, we try to do some primal shit and like, you know, like in, encourage like a primal sexual energy from women or whatever. You know, you pick up a girl and just, you bring her to your room, right? That's some primal ass shit. But then their primal aspect is like, how do I, how am I going to sneak in there and wrap my arms and like, and choke them out and finesse them? Finesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good meal ticket. Yeah, mm. exactly. Just, they, they see it and they go for it, bro. And, and you can't blame them, dude. Like, what type of opportunities do they really have here? I think you're right in terms of this is just a cultural thing, especially mm. fucking Medellin. Yeah. But the gringos have fucking exacerbated the problem because mm. they're the biggest simps. And these girls, they, they're, they don't, I'm sure they do this with Colombian guys too, but they don't fucking, they're not expecting such a big uh, over, they're not expecting yeah, such a yeah. big prize, you know? So with the Colombian guy, I feel like there has to be more genuine connection or genuine attraction. Yeah, yeah. That's why a lot of gringos think they're in love, but really she just loves the money. Yeah. But they're getting pimped. They're getting pimped. Yeah. But, yeah. but the girl's selling it to them. Like, yeah, you know, how they want to hear it. Yeah, how they want to hear it. So I, I, I want to come back to the scripts that you were talking about, because we can just run through all the same shit that all the girls say. But what we're saying is the future of Colombia is so dim and why it's so primal here and why the girls need to like finesse and find an angle and use their cunning is because the family dynamic in this country is destroyed. Yeah. Like we have no long-term vision of Colombia and staying here. We're just, we're literally here to just like, it's come town. Like that's what it is, right? Because <laughs> the women that are here have kids by the age of 20 without a father. They have two kids. 70% of the women here by 20 have a kid, right? They live at, at, at their mom's house. The kids don't go to school. The girls are out at 15 at the clubs, just getting pounded. By the time a girl's 20, she's already been through 20 guys. Easy. Yeah, and, and then the guys, the, who are, they, who are they banging? They're banging older dudes or younger guys, and they're not worried about family planning at all. Like for them, having a kid and being at home is normal. So today the economy is trash, there's horrible inflation, it's not a good situation. Girls have no job, right? The next generation is gonna be even worse because no one's, the smart doctors, the smart people aren't having kids. They have one, maybe. They wanna travel, they wanna fucking enjoy the, the theater or whatever, so they don't have kids. So the future of this country is destroyed. It's only gonna get worse. They're, they're creating like super cunning predators here. The yeah. chicks are gonna be like finessing niggas in Dubai. Yeah. Mm. It's, just, it's gonna be like a fucking, uh, like a round trip uh, airplane. This is, why, this is why webcam and, and, and OnlyFans exploding here, because the girls here know, they know how to play the game digitally too, bro. Yeah, yeah. On the fucking webcam. They're just like, well, I've been finessing dudes my whole life. This is the easiest transition. Mm -hmm. You know, it's either... Medellin is such a unique city, and, and this is the... You know, it's, it's the best, it's the greatest thing and the worst thing because it's a very sexy type of city. It's very, the sex culture is very integrated here. Like just seeing hookers everywhere is fine. The sex shops, every corner. Sex shops, fucking. Yeah. Girls are whores, like fucking 20 dudes by 18. You know. They don't and, give a fuck, man. And, and the webcam, like nobody has any aversion to it. A webcam or OnlyFans here. Like there's no, there's definitely places in the world still where can't just be as public like yeah i'm a webcam model and nobody's gonna judge yeah, you you know 
It's yeah, like yeah. all the girls are open to it, even like like the super prim girls. Sam, we just found out Sam's from Colombia. I didn't know Sam until just now. What's your take on the family dynamic that, that we were that we described and webcam only fans? Well, here in Edgy, you you find I, I found out that you can find like seventy percent of the girls that are on Tinder are like webcam girls or are trying to finesse. They're pros. Yeah. There are only a few percentage of them that are actually good girls that are looking to find a good man. But yeah, that's the dynamic here. You got to play your game because they're trying to find finesse you as well. So you, you got to play the game as well. That's that's why though, uh, and this is what I'm saying. And I, I hope this becomes a movement because I think it's starting to catch a little bit of steam. Is the anti tender anti tender movement or like you know no more tender shit? Mm-hmm. Like Ricardo talks about that, and obviously you talked about. You talked about it too. This is a tender right here. It, it, tender is not is bad. It, this is a direct to the door tender. Tinder is not bad. I'm not saying Tinder is bad, but I'm saying your screening process has to be much more vigilant on yeah. Tinder than on in person. It's not enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, five Tinder lays does not equate to one random romance that you approach in the street. And dude, that's so true. That's so true because we were just talking about this. Yeah. Like, um, I told you, that girl who I met on Tinder and then I we were on WhatsApp. We went on those dates and then I ghosted her. Yeah. Because she, because I was from Tinder, and then I ghosted her there, and she tried to message me back on Tinder. It like it just, it sets me the wrong way, you know. It's like she went back on the app. That's that's the thing that Tinder has inherently built, especially these dating apps. There's a level of automatic distrust you have up front because you literally know they're talking to other people. They're swiping on other people. If their fingers slipped and swiped the other way, you would have fucking never met them. Yeah. You know. So it's like, that's. That plays a factor for me, and that's why the real life shit. He he saw me doing it today. Like it's refreshing, bro. It makes me feel better as a man. Yeah, it's true. The thing about about Tinder is every girl will hop on Tinder at one point. Even the good girls, it's who's rotating out, who's staying on, and like the pros and the sluts are on there all day, for years on end. Right? You'll always find them. The good girl whose dad is a doctor, who has a notch can of one, who went to private school, who doesn't go out. She's on Tinder too, but for a few weeks, and she realizes it's a meat market. Maybe she finds a boyfriend. Maybe she has a bad experience because guys are just out there just looking a pipe, right? And they don't realize the value of that girl. So she's gone in two weeks. So you can find good girls on Tinder, but it's, it's seldom, it's rare, and you have to really appreciate it when you find it. You, but you have to know when you found it. They also protect themselves more, good girls on Tinder. Yeah got to date them more mm-hmm. it takes more time yeah, they sure. know that's that's how game goes yeah because yeah. they have good fathers yeah because they know that if they once they're throwing pussy around they're just going to lose their value but you got to be careful with that as well because you can take a girl out maybe three times uh, on three dates you don't fuck or anything so you're saying like okay one more date maybe whatever but if she extends the dates and there's no fucking sex you're simping no. you're fucking simping you're because you're, you're going on dates and what's no the sex? date number? yeah like what's the maximum six dates? dates and you're just taking to uh, taking her to places and shit, but you're not getting anything back. There's, the transaction is like not, it's also not getting anything back. Fucking that's fucking simping, bro. It's simping. It's simping, but like that's what I'm saying. Because she's getting the value out of out of your lifestyle, you know. But I'm saying if you, had, if you end up getting it on the sixth, if like we'll, if you fuck after the sixth. Do you think it's worth it? If it's like the best girl you had. Yeah, but the thing, yeah, you can what, get what's girls. What's maximum date number? I, I, how how long have you guys gone? Before you took the L. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, just what was your maximum date number before you just Before you took the L and were like, okay, this is just not it. 
I would say four to five. Yeah, yeah, same. Four, I'd say like three. Three, yeah. three, and 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 that was the absolute max I did, was like four, but I realized really I'm trying to keep it down to like two, man. Like first time I see you, I you know there's sexual attraction. I know if there's a sexual attraction, you don't have to fuck me then, but the next time, like we know why <laughs> we're here now. I know why. Like I saw you, I liked you. You saw me, you liked me. It should just be a fuck, no later than the second, you know. But but isn't there a balance, right? Like okay. Half the girls that you meet here on Tinder, it, it's a first day lay, and you can just throw away. More than it, half. It, it, it's whatever, right? Mm. But isn't there, like, if you meet a girl on the street and she's a good girl, shouldn't there be some kind of, like, leeway? Like, because it just, it, there should be an equilibrium, right? Now, I'm not saying I'm going to take a girl on seven dates, obviously, but, like, if there's a really good girl who's, we're all looking for that version, right? Yeah. If, if it's going to take six <laughs> dates. To, like, that's going to happen, right? If it's gonna, not, if, but, not here. But they exist. <laughs> not here. But they exist. Not in, not in Medellin. Not in Medellin, bro. Right, well, they exist. Listen, they a few exist. notches, and her, and her only notch was a high school sweetheart who went out for years before it took, like, six months to pound, right? So, how many dates for a girl like that? And especially yeah. here, it's more, it's higher value. That's what I was saying, but yeah, you got to, what's the yeah. value on my time, though? Like, like, because here's the thing, dude. These girls are late. They cancel, like. Four or five dates is spreading over like a month to a month and a half with these girls. Mm -hmm. Because you go on one date with them, then the second date is four days later, and then the third date is a week and a half later. And what's happening in between those dates? Yeah, yeah, exactly. How many other guys she's, is she, are, exactly. are taking her to eat champagne on the fucking rooftop? Every day. This is yeah. a big like opportunity cost. Dude, just dude, this world is seriously like, I mean, Tate talks about this, like, it's becoming really to the level where like, Guys are just losing any edge unless you're really displaying a serious level of value. You're fucking, you're behind, bro. You really got to do a lot to compensate, or else you're just gonna get the fucking little filth trash, you know? Like that's, that's what the uh, I think he, he he talked about like the Pareto principle. Like yeah. the twenty percent of dudes get eighty percent of the girls. Like, you know, obviously the lower down you get, the lower quality and less access you're gonna have to. And that's just becoming more and more of a thing when fucking girls can... Dude, the social media shit is insane, bro. Like, yeah. Really think about it. Like, your girl's like a DM away from fucking, like, the most famous rapper in the world, and so is he. All he has to do is, like, see a little comment or something, and literally it's just gone. That's never existed before. He was, he was talking about this, too. Like, most people in in what whatever generation your radius of getting married was like a mile you would marry someone in your apartment complex from church from work and that was all you had what access to like 40 years ago okay like okay. the 70s the 80s like you're not meeting someone from out of city unless you go there it's random as fuck now you can just hop on you can bro we can just hop on instagram and, and hit up a yeah, girl yeah. in fucking uh in brazil yeah. and connect we fly down there we swoop and that's it it could be a love story or we could just bang it and that's it. Yeah, man. Let's get back to the scripts. So, what are the most common things that we hear girls say all the time? First, the girls that come to the spot have to show their ID and half of them don't have an ID because they, they got robbed by Venezuelans. Yeah. But really, well, but what we figured out last night <laughs> is that they are just super sus, they're making the rounds and they don't want their name in, some, in your apartment database. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the scripts, dude, is but it's it's every girl everywhere, dude. It's a it's a classic joke for a reason. 
fucking men have been writing about this for thousands of fucking years. Yeah. How women lie. The Bible talks about this <clears throat> shit. How women lie and bullshit. So it's nothing fucking new. It's just these girls are sexy, so you want to believe it. You yeah, want to just like hear it and just like forget about it. That's, well, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying that's right. That's human nature. Yeah. It's just a facade they present. Yeah. Once you hear it the second time and you fall for it, so oh, yeah, guys yeah, yeah. say the you're same script. Guys, guys say this. Guys say the same script too. I mean, obviously, us in this house are all the big pimping, the pimping. big pimpers, big pimping. You <laughs> so obviously, we're gonna get questions if there's other girls around. Yeah. And we got to figure out how to dodge that question and say our script. Yeah. So. It goes both ways. That's the know? game. Yeah. And, and, like, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm not mad at girls. I really have like no malcontent at all. I'm just, it's just like chess, bro. Like you just fucking hate to lose. That's all it really is. Yeah. You know, you, it's always a game. You just hate losing. Mm. And that goes into the L's. And someone always has to lose for the other one to yeah. win. So yeah. it's like. Yeah, there's no, yeah. there's, it's not a zero-sum game. Okay, so talking about winning and losing and someone has to, has to take an L. But obviously, we all prefer to take the dub. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we take else. Yep. One thing I, I wanted to say before is like we went on a, a date. One of the guys, uh, a friend of ours, hit me up and told me I have a double date. Like I have a girl coming for me and her friend. So can you come wing, be a wingman for me? So we go there. The chick <laughs> is way fucked up on coke or some shit. And I was talking no to girl. the other girl. No, 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 no. Like, like the, the, the main girl. His girl. His girl. My friend's girl. So I was talking to that girl and I told her like, hey, do you want to check out the view of this apartment? And she goes like, oh, I've been here before. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, my friend, my friend showed it like a year ago. Dude, like, oh, that's Because uh, <laughs> I was in Brazil three weeks ago and, and, and we had a mansion. So what we're doing is just yeah. DMing girls, hey, here's a video of our 4,000 square foot apartment with a pool. And the girls were like, oh, I've been there. Because yeah. it's, yeah, yeah. it's an Airbnb rental, right? So there's other guys. As smart as we think we are, as smart as we think like, hey, let's just DM the video, the, yeah. the pad, and invite them over. Yeah. There's other guys who we have no idea who are. Maybe they're our homies, and, and that was their, their pad. But the girls would be like, I've been here, or I show this to my friend, and she has been here like a month ago. So it's like, still, okay, still come over, I guess, you know, <laughs> whatever. But yeah. taking the L and on that subject, sometimes it's not taking the L, but when you know that the girl is no good and you just don't want to believe what you're saying, like the yeah. fantasy, yeah. you just have to let them go. And sometimes they're like, man, I really wish this girl wasn't a complete hoe, you know? Yeah. I want her, but, see, but she's you, a fucking hoe, so see, I have to leave her. Right, you're right, you're and, right. And I started thinking about this and you just made me really think more about it was, when you're taking an L, it's you don't want to take the L because it's like a grief period yeah. where you're salty yeah. and you just don't want to <laughs> accept it. So, so it's like, that's why you compare it to like the five stages of grief. Like I think the first step is denial. Yeah. And then there's like, you there's get mad, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a slow uh, progression until you get to like full acceptance and like, and, and moving on from it basically. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you go through those five stages of grief, I feel like we all have grief to deal with all the time. And with these girls, when you're going through your little L period, man, you got to get past that denial part first, bro, so you can move on. Because when, when yeah. you're denying it, you're you're just you're prolonging the, the fucking the betterment of yourself. And most of the time, it's not a nail, really. 
we call it an L, but also times to win in the long term for us. Yeah, it just yeah. feels like an L because yeah. you didn't because you didn't end it or it didn't go exactly that as you wanted as to. Plan. Yeah, so, you didn't want it to happen. So can I know? preface the L? Just give a, a, a backstory. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, why why I want to talk about this L or why we, we have uh, you know agreed to discuss it is because we take a lot of wins and we win a lot. So when there's an L, it's it's okay to talk about. If one of my friends was taking L's after L's after L's, I wouldn't bring up a loss. I'd be like, hey, let's sweep it under the rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one is more profound because JP was taking so many wins, just back to back, slaying nights, yeah. had girls on lock. Yeah. And so... And, what, I, and I'll explain the L. I'll explain the L so that everybody has the full backstory of everything. So... So... Yeah, yeah. So, um, basically, you know... I'll, I'll start with a little backstory in general. So obviously, I meet fucking Stakes <laughs> in in this apartment. I fucking we met on one of the group chats on Twitter, and I invited Ricardo's Stakes. Ricardo's group chat, by the way. Ricardo's group chat, yep. Because he's in brothels. Exactly. So I'm I invited Stakes, fucking Chris, a few other guys. We all sat down and had drinks. Gospel and Ray. Yeah, yeah. We all sat down and had drinks, and we realized that this fucking place is amazing. We can do some fucking amazing things here. We started inviting all these girls over for wrangles. We started inviting all these girls over for parties. And we were having fucking time of our lives, you know? And he went to Brazil. I fucking moved out of this apartment. And we decided to come back and do this shit in our own terms. Well, you got kicked out. Yeah. And then you, and then you scooped the apartment out from underneath. Yes, exactly. Which, is, which was the some famous, pretty G shit. big famous. So... I, I got the apartment back, and basically, ever since I got this apartment back, I've been in Medellin this whole time. Med back and forth from Medellin and Miami, but mostly Medellin. And so I've been building good rotations, I've been having a nice little win streak, and then once I fucking bring the girls over here, that shit turned into a championship win streak for a nice little two weeks. Or, or I would say week, week to week and a half. We've been here for two weeks. He right? was like two the 16th seed just blowing through the bracket. Yeah, he was yeah. just like I was, rushing. I, I, and I, and I, I, I didn't even know I had that level in me yet. I didn't even know I had that in me. Like I was just literally, dude, it was it was coming to the point where the Portero was just, he was just letting girls up. Like he didn't even do the check anymore. He was just letting them up because he was like, oh, JP, JP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he just knew. And, and <laughs> Was it Jonathan? Uh, no, no, it was Gaia. It was, okay. Gaia. It was a cool one. But um, he, he just knew, and, and, and I didn't know I had that in me, but, you know, I still have holes in my, in my pimp game that I need to fix. And um, one of them was, you know, I had, I had the main over here. And, you know, I had... Cleaning, cooking, she finessed, she got us Finca straight from the farm, like from 30 miles away because we need raw milk. Yeah. Obviously, if you're not drinking raw milk, you obviously need to. But yeah. she went... To extremes on uh, 30 minutes, she got us raw milk. She got it. She was fun too. We liked her. She was bringing friends over. Yeah, just great, whatever. great. It was great, and it was great. And so, you know, she was doing all that stuff. And then, uh, long story short, I saw some scandalous, some scandalous stories on the IG and on the mm -hmm. on the other social medias. And um, then the bitch just kind of went ghost. And uh, it's been like two days now. But but and, but this wasn't. Out of the blue, this was because the L really, and the, not the L, the learning moment is because she saw so many things and it was put in her face. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so in my opinion, the thing was, was a woman, you look at Tiger Woods, you look at Kobe Bryant, right? 
their and Bill Gates too. Their wives are and Jeff Bezos. Their wives are happy as fuck to be with them and be rich and whatever. As long as nobody knows that they're philandering. Right. Once right, it's put in the public. Right. Once right. Uh, Elon Woods yep. is on the news because Tiger Woods has thirteen mistresses. Yeah. She's public publicly and humiliated. The, and, the, and the embarrassment's too much. And that's what I realized. Because you know what, dude? Um, she honestly knew from the very beginning that I had other girls. She, she knew it from the very beginning because... And this just happens. And she just left her stuff here, actually. The last girl who, who you know, I had to kick out of the place in my other apartment, once she left, she packed up all her shit, but she left, like, some of her clothes and some of, like, the bathrooms and, like, the fucking laundry room and shit. And I just never thought to pick them up or do them nothing. But then when I would have other girls over, they'd be like, whose is this? And so she saw that from the beginning and already kind of had the suspicion, like, something's going on. It wasn't until we did the big party, mm. the big mansion party, yeah. I, I put it in her face because <laughs> that was what the material we were talking about, you know? Yeah. That, that was... That was what we were all discussing together was like, you know, let's fucking, and I, and I honestly, this whole experience has fucking definitely changed my life as a man. Cause I never, again, I never thought I had the balls to do that. I was pretty fucking shook, dude, when that shit was happening. I'm not going to lie. When I fucking had my main girl sitting there, we're getting fucking drinks and stuff. Everything's cool. And then, you know, I had the other one coming in through the gate. To, yeah. to come up and I have to greet both of them and, and show both of them love and all that and um, you know it just it changed my life it changed my perspective but long story short I, I got too cocky after that once I realized you know she saw it in front of everybody everybody saw it and it's public and it was still good yeah. I just kept getting cocky and pushing the door harder harder you know she that just started to fade she started to fit. She did. So, she did. And, and, and that night, and I'm not going to get too deep into this, but I will say that night, the relationship changed forever. Because she said, she literally said, like, you know, you're not the man that I thought you were. Hmm. Like, she knew I was fucking other hosts. She, it's on my social media. It's, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's once she saw the embarrassment, now it really hurts. And it's the feeling that hurts that makes her have to accept it harder. And then now she's like, okay well fuck you know what am i gonna do i have to fucking figure this out and you know i i i pushed it a little too hard too so it is what it is but um you know it's just part of the game it's part of learning and it's part of the pimping experience you know you gotta it's cop and blow man yeah exactly you gotta blow some of these hoes to really learn yeah. and i'm that type of guy in general dude like for me i need to experience things a little bit the hard way and kind of take the punch in the face to really cement it in my brain mm. you know what i'm saying because there's red flags i missed too he was talking about it yeah, yeah. You know, there's red flags i missed about her too which i i saw them but i let them go but you know it, it was the ego you like you, like, ego. like you were just convinced that you had 100 percent lockdown and, and after and, all that shit happened it faded and you didn't pay attention to the red flags just because of, of the ego. Yeah. And the ego's the death of all of us. Like, I it take is. ego L's daily. And it is. And here's the thing, though, too. It's like, that what you just said is perfect, and it, and it makes perfect sense, because you should never, under any circumstances, think you're 100% locked down. That's when you relax, dude. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. And just leaped. Is I relaxed. Hmm. I was like, ah, oh, man, it's in the bag, fam. You know what I'm saying? Just new hoes. It went hey. the 24-hour... 
white pill to black pill for this guy was <laughs> no it was, <laughs> it was. It was. So, I went through the five stages of grief here so, let's, so let me explain <laughs> Friday morning whatever he's like yeah my girl's coming over tonight they're gonna get us our milk tomorrow she's gonna clean yeah it's right dope. like I'm chilling tonight it, it's an easy night every hour she didn't she didn't hit him back or respond to like hey when are you coming over he went like bro hmm this is like 10% sus this is 20% hot boy by the end of the night he was like I'm 90% sure this is done but I'm, I'm going dark mode, I'm demon mode, fuck this bitch, FDB, like, and this morning, hey, the best part about it is this morning he's out in the streets, he's, he's, he's walking around, he's contemplating, and he's looking for targets in the street. I'm, 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 he didn't I'm, take I'm, the L for more than one night's sleep. And listen, this yeah. is me in general in life, dude, seriously, you guys saw my emotional wreckage for the past fucking day. You see, I'm not really emotional like that, mm. I, I don't ever really do that. That, that was an emotional wreckage, and I had, but, but that's the thing though, everything in my life when it comes to that is, it's 24 hours, that's my yeah. golden rule for everything. I give myself 24 hours to pace the floor, scream, fucking do 50 push-ups, whatever I gotta do, and it's whatever dude, like, whatever happened, because I fucked up a lot, I mean, I'll be honest about that, I fucked up a lot in a lot of things, and I've had to suffer shitty consequences. But I only give myself 24 hours to mourn the loss. And then I fucking move on. I fucking wake up and work out and get back to work. And fucking get back to the street. You know what I'm saying? Get back to the podcast. It's all, it's all you know, one and the same. So you got to fucking first accept it. And then that's when you, you're able to move on and get better. Yeah, because you were upset in the afternoon, the morning, whatever, but at night you were like rocking the custom jacket exactly. and the yeah, grill. I came out, started ho I, and, and, and dude, the I, was grill, still, yeah. I was still down bad last night. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I was still down bad last night. I was like, because those girls were boring too, and I yeah, was just like yeah, talking yeah. to them. I was like, get this garbage whore out of here. Like, yeah. I, I was just joking. <laughs> like, dude, savage mode. Like, like even like like a couple of those girls. You said you said we're feeling right. Like one of them. Uh, oh no, that was you. That yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the blonde one. So, but I'm saying like, I just didn't have the energy. I was just not feeling it, man. And um, I realized, dude, when I, I'm saying this is like a spiritual experience because we fucking walked out the house this morning to go back into the street and go hunting. This is the difference between Tinder and pickup is when, when we walked out, I told him like, yo, I'm going to go do some pickup. Uh, do you want to come with me? When, when we walked out, I felt like I fucking had my harpoon. And, and I was fucking going big deep sea fishing, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm just back out, I'm, I'm back into nature, man. I'm back out hunting and doing what I got to do. And that's what gives men purpose, dude. Like, it's, we're, we're hunters, dude. That's the hunter-gatherer thing, you know? So, you know, it's, I'm, I'm over it now, man. I went back, went back to the streets to go hunt, and we'll find some more, so it's okay. Let's talk about the difference between women in Latin American countries. You're from Argentina. Yeah. How do the girls compare? Let's talk aesthetic, style. Are they down with cheating? Are they, like, what are the girls like in Argentina? Yeah, I think every girl is going to cheat if the guy is weak or if the guy is not fucking them right. Will they you know? accept cheating? Sorry? Will they accept cheating? Oh, cheating. cheating. Accept cheating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple experiences like that. They're like, I have this girl. Story time. So how this girl maybe for like six months, something like that. And she always knew there was maybe some blonde hair on my bed. She got a different color, you know. So one time she... Change your sheet, fellas, by the way. 
Periodically. So yes. she always knew there was something going on, you know? Like, maybe messages. I was on my phone and she saw, like, some WhatsApp, some bitch talking to me. But one time we were at the couch, like this one, and she goes like this, you know? And sees some glitter from, like, a dress or some shit. And she goes to the bathroom and finds lipstick on the sink. So yeah. she goes like this. So she starts, like, crying a little bit. It's like... She goes to the fucking um, kitchen, start cooking lunch, and she told me, I know there was some girl here last night, and I'm not gonna like make a scene or whatever, I'm just trying to compose myself. So she cooked lunch and whatever, and I told her to, to go home, you know? And yeah. That girl was completely loyal to me. I've all taken the time. a glitter L. Have you guys and, taken and, a glitter L? What does that mean? It means you got caught up because of some glitter. <laughs> like there's glitter on your fucking eye or on your cheek. <laughs> I've taken numerous uh, of them. No, no, no. You, you took one. Yeah, yeah. Be just be careful with girls with glitter. It's hot. It's hot stash. Yeah, that, that last girl was uh, the glitter nails. Uh, the the last one I think I have here. Mm. But um, I think glitter is like. I mean, dude. Here's the thing, though. It's like that girl was loyal. Like it mm. doesn't matter if they find out you're sneaking around, dude. It's just don't fucking blow it up in front yeah. of the world. Yeah. Uh, as That's long as she matters. she knows she's. At my house cooking my lunch and shit like that, she feels special. So, so it doesn't so, matter. So, and dude, I'm so glad you just said that because that's the biggest thing that I've had to fucking learn how to do <laughs> is I know how to make girls feel special, but you, you have to like keep the balance too, right? Like you can't fucking gas them up too high and make yeah, them yeah. fucking keep queen of the world at the same time. If you really treat them too dog shit, man, if they're a yeah. good girl, they'll, they'll leave. They're gonna feel abused. You gotta send so, good morning yeah. texts, you gotta send a, a heart, heart face emoji, like, time to time. But I, that's the thing, though, is like, I mix I it up. I them carrots. I, I mix it up. Yeah, the carrots. <laughs> I, I mix it up, bro, I mix it up, because I, I think, dude, I see everything as chess, bro, so when you're just fucking sending good morning and all that stuff, to me, that's like just fucking opening up your king side, bro, like. You're just, you're, you might be giving away too much of your energy. You, you gotta, I'm realizing how powerful energy is, dude. The energy that we give to everybody every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you fucking give energy to people, especially if it's like in a special way, mm. you're, you have to be careful about that, you know? They have to deserve it. Yeah. You know? If they don't deserve yeah. it, you're just spending yeah. energy for whatever and you're not getting anything back. Right. Yeah. But if the girl's good and doing everything that she must do, you know, to keep you happy. Yeah. Just make it feel special, you know? 100%, 100%. That's like from love, you know? Right. That you need that shit. 100%. And, um, you know, that's so true, dude. That's so true. Back, back to the countries. I personally prefer girls from Brazil because, one, it's, it's accepted that men cheat. There's motels everywhere in, in all the cities. They're driving, they're discreet, and girls expect you to cheat. As long as you support them and take care of them, yeah. it's all good. Similarly, the girls in Brazil, in the South, where I spent most of my time, they're 80% German and Italian. Mm. So you have blonde, redheads, and here you don't have any blondes. They're fake blonde. Yeah. There's maybe 1% blondes. I haven't seen them in the street. They're out like, they're yeah, like yeah. sequestered, like locked in a fucking yeah, cage. Yeah, yeah, I don't see them. In Brazil, you have all that shit. You like black girls, you get black girls. You want fucking uh, blonde ru uh, rubias, you, you got it. So yeah, yeah. I like and, and in Brazil, maybe because the economy is better, maybe because they don't have this narco culture. The girls 
aren't trying to finesse you. They're actually sweet. They really want to sort of That's family. what I've heard. Like, they yeah, want yeah, to be yeah. with you. Argentina's the same. Patrice okay. O'Neill. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Patrice I don't want to talk O'Neill about Patrice O'Neill in every podcast. This is a Patrice O'Neill Appreciation O'Neill. Podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He talked about, well, he couldn't go to Brazil and, and suit girls, so he, he got prostitutes. And the prostitutes he got were, in his opinion, good enough to go back three, four times a year. Because they gave him the full girlfriend experience. Even just a prostitute gives you that. So yeah, just imagine a, and like, I, the and regular girls. That. Yeah, and I've heard that. And, and, and <clears throat> that's actually what Patrice is what got me down here in the first place. Was Dude, I used to listen to that, those Brazil episodes like yeah. almost every fucking night, bro. Because I would just fantasize about being in foreign lands, dude, just doing crazy shit. Like like those like those stories. I'm not a fucking hooker guy, so I don't fucking no. go for the prostitutes. I think no one here is. No. no. And and um, you know, I I, I still we think... give the boot to girls who we find out are are, are hookers. Yeah, I yeah. think the reason Patrice yeah, sure. and a lot of them are. Yeah. That's yeah, the script. Yeah, yeah. Like you got to really like investigate. Well, like, well, the line is just so. Why are you on a yacht? Why why do you have a Michael Kors <laughs> handbag, bitch? I know you don't have a job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the script. Yeah. But here's the thing, the line is so thin here. Most of these girls are fucking... <laughs> what, well, here's the bottom line, dude. The girls here are attractive. They understand the way for me to get things is to use my pussy. Some of them work their little 9 to 5 and then use their pussy, you know, with a boyfriend or use their pussy with their sugar daddy or whoever. Yeah. Some of them use it every night on parqueeras. Some of them fucking do a little bit of both, you know? But it's... They all are on that spectrum. I no. think that's the general thing of women in general. Like... Women are all in that spectrum of it's a trade resources for like yeah, social yeah, yeah. value. Yeah. And that's how it is everywhere, but here it's just more overt. It's more overt in the world than the US. And, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 it, and but they have less going for them too. And and exactly, but it also has attracted these big ballers who fucking dude, like it's it's, it's it, especially because American culture is very simpy. Yeah. Fucking a lot of these guys, bro. They just come out here and be big balling on these bitches, bro. Like throwing so much fucking money on. That's them. what they're so used to it. Like I, I broke my phone, I lost my phone, whatever. They talk to the guy, like, can you buy me one? And the guy goes like, okay, it's only like two fifty. I want to see her. I gotta. I, I yeah. It's just uh, two hundred dollars. So yeah, I buy her a new phone, whatever. Yeah. So I, I want my nails done. Okay, here, baby, come have yeah. money for the fucking. Nails. You gotta just learn to say no until girls really earn that. Cause I'm yeah, not saying yeah, yeah, you yeah. never give them anything. I had girls like telling me after fucking or whatever, they were like, "Okay, I'm going home, whatever." You always pay for Uber, right? That's like you have to do that shit. But she was can like, "Can you give me some say? money?" What? Can I predict what you're gonna say? Tell me. For lunch. Kinda. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she told yeah. me to spend. I've done that. Yeah. She told me. She told me to what? Okay, uh, money to spend. Can you give oh. me some more uh, money to spend? I'm I'm gonna get the vaccine tomorrow. So I need, uh, can you give me money to, the for the taxis? I've heard lunch. Yeah, yeah. Most often, can you give me money for lunch? Yeah, yeah. That's man, never... everything. Like, my dad came from, I don't, I don't know, some little town. He was working for all the family. His leg is broken or some shit like that. And I don't have money for the medicine. I, I really want to buy it. Can you maybe give me some money? And it's not, like, it's no. not just the girls, too. <laughs> it's not just the girls, too. When I fucking came here for the first three weeks and I flew back, dude, I had these Colombian numbers from, you know, being around here. Mm. And these fucking Colombian dudes were like, dude, one of the fucking rappy drivers fucking hits me up. He's like, dude, dude, I'm so sorry to bother you, bro. But 
I fucked up my legs super bad when I was rapping. And he fucking shows me this picture of his fucking, some leg, some random picture of a yeah, fucking yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude, please, just send me the money. I promise you, I'll, I won't scam you. I'm like, this isn't a scam. I'm like, bro, it's just the Colombian hustle, dude. Yeah, you gotta understand that the minimum wage here is like only 250 yeah. yeah. So that plays out as well and, in all the interactions. Yeah, and, and again, there's a, there's a difference too. There's a difference too because like I've been to Africa, for example. Colombia and South America is different than Africa because Africa, for example, a lot of those countries, as soon as you get away from like the really urban areas, like you're really getting into rural, very poor areas. There's not as much like flexing in Africa like that here. Like the gringos love to flex here. Mm -hmm. I do too. You know, I fucking wear my jewelry, gringos popping bottles and shit. That's what gets these people's eyes open. Cause yeah. They're like, I'm fucking going to my shitty ass barrio house and fucking, I gotta eat rice and fucking beans. Yeah, exactly. And this guy yeah. is fucking right. popping right. bottles and eating caviar. <laughs> like, I want that shit. You're yeah. throwing it in their face. It's, it's kind of the same thing as what we were just talking about with the girls. Like, it feels embarrassing now. Yeah. Because people see, like, look at how hard these dudes are balling. And then, and then they feel entitled to it. Yeah. They feel like, you're in my country, you should fucking pay me this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Even the girls too. One thing to, to notice as well is like, all the girls don't live in like Nepal Blado, which is uh, the hotspot here for the tourists and shit. So if you see girls there that maybe you saw at a party or whatever, and you see them walking around, there's, they're fucking some dick, like new dick there. They're having a date or they're looking for a date over there. If they're at a party, you mean? Yeah, yeah, or walking around Poblado or, or, or Provenza, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're like in the neighborhood, Something's going on. They're not going by themselves to buy drinks. They don't have yeah. the money. And this is just why to get here is, this, uh, is yeah, like, yeah. They don't have so fucking money. Away. Someone's paying for the Uber there. Six bucks just to get here is a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, this is why, you know, the pimping. I think like he, he kind of rags on me for saying that. But you, you see how I'm on the other side too. I'm very sweet and loving as well. Lover boy. For yeah, sure. yeah. So I have both sides. I have both sides for sure. I'm slapping you with love. Uh -huh. That's the thing. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. The, the, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, the pimp shit is necessary here, because the girls here are such fucking big schemers, dude. You can't just be Mister Normal looking yeah. for the wife. Yeah, You're yeah. gonna get yeah, played, yeah. bro. You have to be cool. You're gonna get played, bro. You will. The uh, the Afro chick that I I fireman carried into my room. Yeah. The second that we were done, she was like, she literally told me in English. She doesn't speak English. She said, "I love money." Yeah. <laughs> wow. Damn. She doesn't damn. speak English. No. Well, actually, she did speak a little bit English, yeah, barely, but she was like, she was telling me her, her interests, and she's like, yeah, I love languages. She speaks like 20 words in English, and, and three of them are, I love money. Well, yeah. Yeah, just like a couple nights ago, uh, I had this girl back at my hotel, and right before I sent her home, uh, she asked for, for 200000 so she could buy some stuff, and I just kind of like, you know, just kind of, <laughs> I, 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 I muted it. And then, like, five minutes later, she was like, well, can I have it to pay a debt? The and fuck? I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. I was like, if you, if you have to pay a, a debt, like, why wouldn't you ask for that before buying some stuff? Yeah. I mean, just... It's, it's, it's inevitable, though, dude. But like, that's something yeah, yeah. literally, like, I'm, I'm really thinking it. about it. If you have a good girl, she's going to ask one time and then leave you alone. Yeah. But it, it's inevitable here that... Girls will ask you for money, bro. We all have the same fucking experience. Yeah, and and and, exactly. and, and they have, dude. The, the, what puts the pressure on them is they have kids. They that have a, they have a kid at home, 
So and they're and they're not afraid of looking shameful in your eyes or taking an L exactly. to, to service the kid. kid. Yeah, like you know what I mean? So that is the priority. They're not afraid of doing a scandal. It's not about I have I've had some experiences where they, they do make a fucking scandal. Some of them. Uh, so they're really they're really poor. some of them are really like struggling. Struggling. So they're willing to do anything and they don't care. Yeah. That's true. Let's yeah, wrap it. Go. Well, I was going to say, like, I just don't understand why they don't play the long game. Like, why are they trying to get, you know, a hundred, two hundred thousand out of you for one night? Why not just play the long game and end up in a house like this? Because they... Well, that's true, but we're all only here for such a short time. And yeah, you know, that's, that's the like, problem. I tell they my girls, I'm here that. for the And not only year. that, not only that, because nah. the girls are asking maybe for that kind of money, but not once, once a day. They're having, like, multiple dates. Yeah, so they're maybe yeah. getting like a million from like five dudes a day. Exactly. Yeah. They're whores. So yeah, exactly. They're they're <laughs> they're playing <laughs> the game just unless until proven otherwise. Yeah, yeah, they're so fucking far, guilty. No so. never One of my girls told me my mother wants me to do something with you about money, but I don't want to. I don't care about money, but my mom wants to get some money out of you. So. And the girl, I, I was like, That's okay, down. I appreciate that. She's coached into it. Yeah, of course. I, appre uh, I told her, like, I appreciate that, whatever, you know? <laughs> You're throwing pussy around and, and not then, money? Bitch, you are dumb. Go ask her <laughs> now. Yeah. No, and then she went, like, MIA, so I uh, just ghosted her, like, FTV. I'm not talking to her, like, anymore, because I saw that, like, a sign of disrespect. And that time, like, when MIA, like, a full day, man, she, she was hopping on some dick. I'm pretty sure she was fucking yeah, some guy. Yeah, You're saying the time you were, what? <laughs> you said, you, you, you said... But she was, oh, she was gone for a day or two. She, like, she was gone for a day, and she told me, uh, sent me a text, like, good morning or whatever. They have niggas lined like, up. A full dude. day of not talking or whatever. She told me he, she was using her mom's phone for Instagram. That's bullshit. Yeah. She told me that at 5 in the morning. Like, oh, sorry, I lost my phone or whatever. 5 in the morning, bro. You yeah, see it's, phone? Like, it's bullshit. You just feel hey, it here. Text, you just know. I, I know. And you just fucking know. We're learning know. the past 3 a.m. text for any reason. No, nah, or the FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it here, it's like something's off. Yeah, yeah. And immediately off. I felt, I almost wish I didn't answer the call. Yeah. Because I could have ignored her and just, you know, like, almost yeah. got a W off of that. Well, well it's never, it, I'm not, you can't focus on the W or L because it's just learning anyways. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, that was super fishy. When yeah. I first saw it, I was like, why is this a 4.30 a.m. call? Exactly. Like, nobody ever calls me at that time. Yeah. It's like the, how they say, right? You want the truth or something beautiful, right? Yeah. It's like, man. For real, man. Some people uh, want to hear something beautiful and, and live in a lie, you know? And some people just want to hear the fucking truth and it's like, okay, I have to leave you. Like, yeah. out the door, bitch. Yeah. For real, bro. Out the door. No, honestly. There's been another episode of the Pablo Penthouse, their second one. We got Sam from Colombia and Kai visiting. Everyone will be back next week. See you guys. Peace. Peace out.